This, 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 this is mythical. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Dude, I'm going to 21 Savage with my nephew, Keon, and we are so hyped to see him. You have no idea. Uh, while you're doing that, Nicole, I'm going to be storming through the party like my name is El Nino because I'm going to be seeing some 41. <laughs> skate Punk is back, and it's not Pop Punk. It is Skate Punk, but also they have so many more artists to choose from. You got Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Nicole, you're not ready for this one. <gasps> Who is it? The Kids Bob Kids, baby. No way. <laughs> Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. That's right. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. If you want to annoy an overly polite Chick-fil-A employee, tell them how many chicken sandwiches Popeye sold last year. But hype be damned, because today we're asking the question, is Popeye's chicken sandwich overrated? This is a hot dog as a sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) What? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Ayer. And I'm Nicole Hendizade. And today, well, Nicole, we should talk about tomorrow first. What's happening tomorrow? The day after tomorrow. Was it great? uh, Randy Randy Quaid vehicle? Oh, I was going to say Jake Gyllenhaal. Dennis Quaid. Jake Gyllenhaal? Randy Quaid definitely was not in the, in the day after tomorrow. Who's Randy Quaid? He's uh, Dennis Quaid's brother, and he thinks that there's a group of Illuminati-funded assassins after him. That's not that's not the point. We shouldn't what? talk about Randy Quaid. The point is, so tomorrow, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, we have a, a video coming out on YouTube where I'm talking all about the chicken sandwich wars. You do. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a good video. And so every new fast food restaurant is coming out with a chicken sandwich billed as like a premium chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. And they're all doing that because they're trying to take a bite out of Popeye's because Popeye's launched a chicken sandwich in August of 2019 that absolutely broke the internet. Yes, it did. But it also has people divided. You Really? I think so. I mean, there's a lot of people because anytime hmm. something gets overly hyped, then there are the detractors, right? There's the reply guy on Twitter that's like, the chicken sandwich isn't even that good. I make a better chicken sandwich, blah, blah, blah. And so I thought today we could break down whether or not the Popeye's chicken sandwich is overrated or not. Overrated? You don't, So you don't think it is? No. Do you think it is? <sighs> it's tough. It's tough to say because- I remember <laughs> in the second the sandwich came out, you and I said, yo, let's eat this damn yes, sandwich. Yes, we sure did. And then we did. And then I, I cut it in half. I think we sent Trevor to yeah, wait yeah. in the line yes, of yes, yes. You cut it in half and then we cut it in quarters. And then at this time, it was just the three of us. Mm-hmm. So I had a quarter, you had a quarter, Trevor had a quarter. And then you said, this is the best dang chicken sandwich I've had in a long time. You are time misrepresenting my word. Oh. From a, from a, let me finish. Go, you, sorry. You know I yelled what? early. You need to learn mindfulness, young man. <laughs> <laughs> you need to learn how to be mindful. And from a fast food restaurant. And I said, nah, it's not that good. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. But now, but you're changing your tune now. Because I've had the other chicken sandwiches from many mm. different fast food restaurants and none of them hold a candle to Popeye's. That is the big question here, right? Because this is all context dependent. Yes. So I do believe that Popeye's has made the single best fried chicken sandwich that any fast food restaurant has done. Mm-hmm. However, the bar for fast food is pretty low because it's fast food. That's like what it's designed to be, right? But it's so good that it tastes not 
fast foodie. Okay, but that's my question then. If you took the Popeye's chicken sandwich and you put it in a different context, right? Say okay. you went to, um, why is Doghouse in Burbank the only restaurant that ever comes to mind for me? I don't know. Say you went to like a fast casual place okay. and you, you ordered a chicken sandwich and the Popeye's chicken sandwich <laughs> came uh-huh. out. Uh-huh. Would you be happy with it? Okay, so this is literally an SNL sketch. What? Where it's like, oh, like, oh, you're at a uh, your favorite Italian restaurant. They bring out a plate of spaghetti. Surprise! It's actually Olive Garden, haha. And then it's like two gangsters, like, I've been eating here for 25 years. <laughs> what do you mean the chef didn't make it back there? Vincenzo's my brother, or whatever. So this is the same exact thing. But yeah, I think I wouldn't mind it. It's a good sandwich. It's delicious. It's a very good sandwich. It punches above its weight class in totally. the way that it, it doesn't feel like a fast food sandwich. Uh, totally. It feels like a very average sit-down restaurant chicken sandwich, which is incredible, yeah. which is incredible for what fast food. Because if you got a fast food burger from any actual sit-down restaurant, you'd be like, hey, yo, y'all just got like the frozen burger pucks in the back. What are you, what are you doing? This is weird. Like if you really isolate a fast food burger, again, mm-hmm. I love fast food burgers. I The Whopper for me is an absolutely fantastic sandwich. I'm Carl's Jr. Western girl. Bacon. Really? It ta- no. I love the the acrid taste of that charbroiler <laughs> no, grill. No, it doesn't work for me. The beef fat kind of like it gets to this like toxic temperature and it uh-huh. imparts this like insane smoky flavor into the Whopper that I crave like catnip. It's so funny. <laughs> I really enjoy it. But if you were to like completely isolate a fast food burger from context, mm-hmm. albeit delicious, it's like very kind of like emulsified overcooked beef that if you were to get at a restaurant where you thought they were cooking them fresh, you'd be very confused. Yes, I agree with you on that. And that's typical with previous fast food chicken sandwiches, too. Previous. Previous. Like a McChicken. Like a McChicken. Well, not even the McChicken, because the McChicken is, it started off in the dollar menu, right? Yeah. It's basically a, <laughs> a big-ass chicken nugget inside it's a bun good. with some hot mayonnaise. Yeah, it's good. It's really delicious. And I love processed chicken sandwiches like that. Um, Burger King, they're, they're long, oh, they're no. long John chicken. You don't like that? The, the long chicken patty? It looked like a tongue. I love the big old chicken no, tongue. No, that was weird. It's like two McChickens humping. <laughs> two McChickens humping. It's not humping. It's making love. <laughs> it's an obscure Al Madrigal <laughs> reference. One of my favorite stand-ups out there. Shout out to Al Madrigal. Come on the show. Uh, but anyways, I, I love those processed chicken sandwiches, but then there's this new era of like premium chicken sandwiches. Yeah. Where it's like a, like a, like GMO free chicken breast or chicken thigh. Like yeah. no, what is it? Water added, like Foster's farm chicken and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. But all the fast food ones, like I'm thinking Wendy's is a good example <gasps> of the more expensive chicken sandwiches. We also did that too. We just have a bad habit of anytime a new chicken sandwich <laughs> comes out, we just say, we got to eat it. We got to try it. So we actually have like a, a, is it called a dog in this fight? We do have a dog in we this fight. We have a dog in this fight. Cause we're so passionate about chicken sandwiches fast food places. Yeah. And that was poop. That was poop. Yeah. Wendy, w- Wendy's chicken sandwich, none of these do really poop. hold up to Popeye's. You're right. Like taste for taste. Even the McDonald's, the new stuff. Yeah. Oh, uh, so bad. It's pretty bad. But the thing about the Popeye's sandwich is like they just figured out how to create a like supply line and a training for employees that that caused them to like erase the fast food taste out of it which to me is the most incredible thing that they did. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm hesitant to say it's not overrated is simply because of all the parking lot brawls. Yeah, I was going to bring up, there were, weren't there a few like shootings and stuff? I mean, there were shootings, there were parking lot brawls for all the people trying to, I mean, once something, I, it, it no longer became about the chicken sandwich, right? It became about having a collective experience yes. as a society. Correct. Right, you wanted to know what other people were experiencing. You're yes. like, oh my God, I saw a picture of the Popeye's chicken sandwich, eater, whatever, called it the best chicken sandwich of all time. So I want to go, have that uh the employee's not making it fast enough i'm gonna pull a knife we've all been there 
Uh, no, I have not. Well, metaphorically speaking, of course. Mm, not a big fan of that kind of behavior. But That's so, just me. <laughs> speaking of the hype, let, let, let's just go through the numbers real quick. So August 12th, 2019 is when Popeyes officially debuted their chicken sandwich. Wow. Um, chicken sales. I mean, I talk about this in, in the video, but it's all because beef is getting very expensive. So fast food restaurants are all just like doubling down on chicken. You've seen McDonald's with they had like the Mighty Wings, the chicken selects. Carl's Jr. is doing the spicy nugs. They're all just really trying to push the chicken. Uh, Popeye's never really had a like viable boneless chicken option. They had their tenders and they had the thing that I called the greatest fast food item of all time. The uh, the 99 cent like budget wrap, those red beans and rice and a chicken tender and a tortilla. Never have I ever had that, but that sounds really good. It's really like what's bad about that? It's like Nothing. A, it's like a, a soul food burrito. That it sounds, sounds great. delicious. Absolutely fantastic. Perfect. Uh, but anyway, so Popeye's basically realized that these chicken sandwich sales were exploding. Chick-fil-A had been dominating the game for so long. Yeah, they were Chick-fil-A. like, it's finally time for us to get in the game. How they settled on completely like revamping their chicken process and getting these large brioche buns, it's a big sandwich. It is. It's huge. It's it's huge and it's worth the money. It is worth the yeah. money. I mean it's it's a you know about five dollars retail. Why would you be buying them wholesale? I don't know. They were selling for a thousand dollars on eBay, I'm God. Online, which I feel so stupid about not capitalizing it's on. It's like reselling Jordans or PS5s. You just Yeah, but it's a sandwich. Should have bought a thousand sandwiches. <laughs> should have done re- it, Josh. We could have been millionaires it. by yeah, now. Yeah, you know, peace out. You would never seen me again (laughs) okay so anyways (laughs) through the month of august the sandwich went so viral that it raked in an estimated 65 million dollars in media value wow so basically the equivalent of them you know spending 65 million dollars on advertising unbelievable all the free press uh the sandwich sold out nationwide from stores within two weeks and it caused a slew of parking lot brawls and mini riots which only led to more media coverage (laughs) that's the craziest thing about this all the the i mean i watched so many like parking lot disasters of the popeye chicken video you watched a lot of uh world star uh, actually, yeah, I, I do. I, I don't think it's good to like, you know, provide a demand That's for those okay. types I enjoy of videos. It too. I, I get in the mood every now and yeah, then. Yeah, I had to stop. I had to like train myself to stop yelling "World Star" anytime <laughs> something uh, like happens. Anytime um, you record something. Yeah. <laughs> every time we World press Star. Record, every time when Josh first started making food videos on his own, he would say "World Star." <laughs> God no! Oh please no! All right, so in just two weeks, Popeyes increased their share of the fast food chicken sandwich market by more than four. 100 percent wow. previous month which is crazy so the chicken sandwich market that refers to any sort of like chicken wraps and basically non-chicken sold by itself uh and again chick-fil-a is always the biggest dog and then finally popeye's increased total in-store sales by 38 percent from the previous year's quarter so that is unbelievable a massive fast food company increasing sales by 40 percent from the previous year Absolutely bonkers. It's it. It was just, it was a cultural reset. Let's be real here. It was that sandwich was crazy. It was, and it caused everyone else to change. But why I'm hesitant to say it's not overrated is because Popeyes was always so perennially underrated. Yes. You know what I mean? I understand what you're saying. I think Popeyes has always had the best fried chicken in the game. It's it's better spiced than KFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think their batter is just generally better. I know KFC, I believe they use a, a pressure fryer. I think they do too, yeah. Situation. But to me, uh, Popeyes, apparently they do like a flour and egg batter for the wet coating. Brilliant. It's brilliant, right? Because you're going to get just essentially more starch caked on there. Yes. Uh, and then as long as you're you know frying it nice and super hot, it's going to retain all that crunchiness. I think Popeyes has always been really fantastic from their sides to their little dollar value menu wraps. Mm-hmm. That for me, when they came out with the chicken sandwich, that was absolutely bonkers good. I was like, this is what Popeyes would do. Popeyes has Got always it. been good. This is a very good chicken sandwich. Why is everybody surprised? Hmm. You know okay. what I mean? 
For me, I don't think Popeyes has the best chicken. I I do believe Chick Fil A has the best chicken, and no. I will stand by that. Yeah, I no, do. you do not. Yeah, I do. I do. When's the last time you ate it? Uh, whenever you got the chicken sandwiches for the Chicken Wars thing. Really, you yeah. ate that Chick Fil A, and you're like, "This is the what? What about Chick Fil A speaks to you?" The chick. It's my favorite chicken, but Popeyes is my favorite sandwich. The spicy one in particular. Interesting. Because to me, the, the Chick-fil-A sandwich, it, it's not crispy at all. It doesn't retain any crispiness. The batter is like... Really? It, it's not like falling off, but it's it's just so thin. And to really? me, I've never had a Chick-fil-A sandwich that was anything close to juicy. It was always just really? like super, super dry. <laughs> no maybe way. I mean, I've only been to Chick-fil-A maybe about five or six times. Oh, and and every single time I went... I remember, so we talk about regional fast food hype all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. We talked about it a lot in our In-N-Out episode, and I can never eat an In-N-Out burger for the first time again, right? Pandora's no. box has been opened. <laughs> I can never close it and go back. But I remember when I went to Shot Put Camp. Uh-huh. You're ready for some Shot Put Camp I'm stories? I'm born ready. Bunch of beefy teens hanging out in Spokane, Washington. Anyways, <laughs> my, um, my roommate was a dude named Caleb, and I God, I hope he hears this, from Atlanta, Georgia. And he was just a good old-fashioned Georgia boy, and he really talked like this, and he was That's so polite. And he was like, oh, man, you never had Chick-fil-A? You need to get down to a Chick-fil-A. Boy, I tell you what, they got the best chicken sandwiches, and they ain't open on Sundays, but... Anyways, so we had hyped this up for a long time, and then finally a Chick-fil-A came to Southern California. They had a huge national expansion, uh, and I tried it with, you know, all this hype of Caleb from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, this ain't as good as Wendy's. Like, it was just a dry chicken sandwich. I like the fact that they have a ton of sauces. What about I hate the their flavor? Politics, what about what the, I hate their politics, too. <laughs> I feel like I anytime you mention Chick-fil-A, you got to no, just be like, their course. politics are garbage. Oh, without a doubt. I do not agree with their politics or their or their policy at all, but they make a good chicken. <laughs> See, I, I, can, I hate both, and I exercise my right to hate both. You have every right to exercise your right. But my, you don't think the chicken's good? No, I but I think what they did, like their chicken doesn't have fillers. It doesn't taste like fast food chicken. I really it tastes like, like bad it. homemade chicken. <gasps> no, Which, really? You know yeah. who has the best chicken like bites huh. ever? Shake Shack. Oh, well, they do the they do the the Chick Fil A thing. I mean, it's it's just uh, they call them like nuggets, or do they call them bites at Shake Shack? I don't know what they I don't know what they're called, but they're the it's like this beautiful flaky like tempura y gorgeous. Yeah fall off like it's like feathers it's a lacy wet better it's lacy mm-hmm. feathery beautiful that's the best piece of like little chicken but and then I think the si- I don't know there's something about the spicy mayo and the pickles and the buttermilk brine chicken of Popeyes with the brioche bun mm-hmm. it's just a beautiful amalgamation of flavor and texture and heat and crunch that like Chick-fil-A doesn't hold a candle to Wendy's doesn't hold a candle mm-hmm. to but True. I think on its own if I were to isolate the chicken on its own it doesn't do it for me. Ooh, it I want to put the, Nicole. I want to. I want to put this to a blind taste test for okay, you. Okay, do so it so badly. What are you God, doing? God, I wish it? we had that here. I wish I could just Four pull hours. it out from under the table. I know. Like, Why didn't you? It's Sophia Franklin, and if you don't already know, listen up. My mini series is live now, each and every Monday, and the only person missing is you. We're dating. We're dumping. We're learning. And we're tapping into all the feels that originally brought us together. Listen and follow Sophia with an F on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, what are you talking about? Something about chicken sandwiches. Uh, you brought up Shake Shack. Shake Shack has a chicken sandwich. Have you had it? I've had their gochujang chicken sandwich. And oh, it's I've never had that. Is it good? 
oh my god, actually really freaking good. <laughs> like really, 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 really good. So they they do their their standard chicken sandwich is um, McChicken construction. Mm-hmm. We now have these sandwich archetypes, yes, which is do. funny. McChicken construction sure. is mayonnaise, lettuce. Oh, there's no pickles on it actually, but a Chick Fil A does have pickles. Chick Fil A does have pickles. Yes. Or not Chick Fil A. Sorry, Shake Shack does have pickles. I don't remember. I ate the gochujang one, so I don't know what I. I don't know what I did. I don't know what I ate. Makes sense. Makes sense. But the Popeyes sandwich archetype is just fried chicken, spicy mayonnaise, thick pickles, sheeny, glossy, shiny bun. That yes. I believe they call brioche, but there's no Who like knows? legal. Yeah, yeah, right. It's just it's shiny. Is yeah. what it is and big. Um, but Shake Shack has has lettuce on theirs, and they use a wet batter. And it's a very good chicken sandwich, but they're chicken, right? It's not like processed, and so it can be a little bit dry sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's all it's all white meat. And now I'm wondering if you put Popeye's chicken sandwich in a Shake Shack wrapper and serve it to me, I would enjoy that a lot more than the Shake Shack chicken sandwich. Hmm. So who am I to get off calling Popeye's overrated? Hmm. This is all just. I'm very trying to figure out the level of restaurant. Yeah. That could serve me. A Popeye's chicken okay. sandwich, and I would be disappointed. Okay, let's let's do it. Let's do it. Where you wouldn't be disappointed, or you would be disappointed. Where I would be, because I'm saying, like, okay. if they served me a Popeye's chicken sandwich at Shake Shack, I wouldn't. Be, I would be happy. Okay, we're at Shake Shack, so you're yeah. happy. We go to uh, CPK. I would be very happy, but only because I have such low standards for what CPK would serve me outside of their delicious Thai chicken pizza and barbecue chopped chicken salad. Okay, but no, I, I would be happy. I would be. I know what you're saying. Like, you pay twelve dollars for that. It comes with a side of fries yeah. and like eight leaves of baby lettuce. Yeah, a little bit of carrot. <laughs> yeah, <chiffonade>. yeah. <laughs> uh, single okay. cherry tomato. Yeah, we got I'm it. happy. I'm okay. happy. Okay, cheesecake factory. It's big. It's a big sandwich. <laughs> it wouldn't look out of place. Imagine they put a little frilly toothpick on it. Put a little frilly. Oh my god, they got little frilly. Uh, yeah, a little pickle spear on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would not be disappointed. Okay, let's think about another restaurant that. You- Have you been to Son of a Gun? I knew you were going to bring that up. Yes, I've had the chicken sandwich. I've had it three times. I don't love it. I do not either. Oh, my God. Yay. So Son of a Gun, for context, it's this restaurant in L.A. A lot of people sort of credit them for for pioneering the fancy chicken sandwich yes, trend. Yes, I've heard. Uh, even too. though it's probably actually Bake Sale Betty's in Oakland who was one of the mm. first to really do it. Okay. But anyways, a lot of people talk about John Shook and Vinny DiTolo. They opened Animal in L.A. They're two very formative chefs uh, in the fine dining mm-hmm. space but making kind of like stoner food. Out of that. So they they make a fried chicken sandwich that is just a brined uh, chicken breast that is fried. It's put on like a nice bun with a nice slaw and a, God, what do they call it? Frank's Red Hot aioli or something? I think so. It's a delicious sandwich, but it's not the best fried chicken sandwich I've ever had at a restaurant in LA. No, me neither. And the last time I went there, the chicken was just super dry. It it was just, that's the difficult thing about cooking chicken breasts is that they get super dry. Props to Popeye's. I think they wet brine their chicken so, so, so mm-hmm, heavily. Mm-hmm. If that chicken is not wet brined, then then color me absolutely gobsmacked. Know. Yeah. It's it's really juicy. It's got it's juicy. It's got that snap to it that it's a brine thick. chicken has. And it's thick. It's thick. It doesn't shrink. It has no shrinkage. Unless, no. Yeah, I don't know. And you can't hide. When it's thick chicken, if it's thin chicken that's dry, then yeah. you can get by with the sauce and the pickles and all that. You can yeah. mask it, right? Like a Wendy's. Because of the equation of the sandwich. Exactly. The sandwich equation. Popeye's chicken cannot run from flaws no and I've had a couple of Popeye's chicken sandwiches that are on the drier side mm-hmm. but then I've had some that are fresh off the line that are oh, inc- oh my god yeah they're really good now that I'm thinking about it I'm, th- I, I'm a little bit hungry too and yeah. the mouth gasm that yeah. is going on in my brain yeah. movies right now it's it's pretty impeccable I mean Popeye's did that so what if you had a Popeye sandwich at Son of a Gun if I had a Popeye's chicken sandwich at Son of a Gun uh-huh. right now yeah the place that serves their chicken sandwich for $18 and they're often credited for sort of inventing this fancy chicken sandwich movement, 
I think I may prefer the Popeye sandwich. I would prefer the Popeye mm. sandwich to the last sandwich that I had at Son of a Gun. Okay, let's go a little step further, okay? What if we're at Cut, Wolfgang Puck's Steakhouse? Once you get to a point, <laughs> I was having this discussion with like how <laughs> I think you can tell a lot about a person from seeing them interact with restaurant servers. Yes, of course. Right? And I am generally, you know, very forgiving on literally anything. You can spill hot soup on me, I'll still tip 20%. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know if I do that. But once you, <laughs> but I'm saying like once you get to a certain level of dining, like Wolfgang Puck's Cut, uh-huh. a place that like solely serves for special occasion events, then at some point like the service being impeccable is part of why you're paying eighty dollars sure. for a dish or whatever. Yeah, you know. And so at some point for me, I'm like there, there's give and take where like you can only take so much. So I'm saying like if I got a chicken sandwich from Cut that was Popeyes, I would I would for sure expect more. Okay. I would be even a place that specialized in chicken sandwiches. Because Son of a Gun, they're like a fancy restaurant. They got hamachi crudo. I love on the Son thing. of a Gun's food. It's actually really bomb food. Like their other stuff, like their lobster roll that's the size of the palm of my hand is amazing. It is. No, yeah. they, they have a lot of great food. But I'm yeah. saying it, to me, I think the Popeye's chicken sandwich would be out of place at like an actual fine dining restaurant. Hmm. But at a hipster fine dining restaurant like Son of a Gun, I think it might just blend in and be pretty good. Mm-hmm. But if I went to a chicken sandwich specialist, like? they served me like Helen Ray's, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. So Helen Ray is Johnny Ray's own. Amazing. Absolutely amazing, right? Yeah. And he uses like Mary's organic chicken breast. uh, And I remember the first time I had his sandwich, he uh, is making Nashville hot chicken sandwiches in Los Angeles. He did a whole pilgrimage to Nashville to learn how to do it. He worked for Sean Brock in Nashville. Wow. And all this stuff. And I remember the first time I had his sandwich uh, when he was still working out of a truck. I was like, man, I wish this was TBH. Wish it was chicken thigh. And he was like, no, 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 man. Like, keep eating it. You'll see why. It takes so much skill to cook a chicken breast. Oh, my God. To deep fry a chicken breast? Especially to deep fry a chicken breast. Oh, my gosh. What a process. Because if it doesn't come out, like, you need need to brine it to get salt all the way through and to retain that juiciness. You need to cook it to a specific internal temp. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it just ends up super, super dry. Cooking a chicken breast is more difficult than cooking a steak. Oh, my. I 100% agree. People will not agree with us on that. But I agree with you 1 million percent. Yeah. But a lot of people think they don't like chicken breast. And I was one of those people that Mm -hmm. was included in that. Yeah. Because everyone thinks it's dry. It lacks flavor, blah, blah, blah. But that's the skill of the chef, right? Is to make it not dry and to give it flavor. Yep. Uh, And so, I mean, even if you cook a boneless, skinless chicken breast, there are things you can do to it as a cook to make it really, really absolutely delicious. And the first time I've ever thought of chicken breast as like a luxury delicious meat was because of Johnny Ray's own. Wow. The like purity of chicken flavor and the seasoning and, and the doneness and the temperature and not even to mention the spices and condiments. I mean, it gave me the pleasure of an incredible perfectly cooked steak. That's amazing. Yeah. What a great story. So thank you. You're welcome. I told it myself. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, do you want to hear about the time that I couldn't sit down at work the next day after I ate his uh, original Howlin' Rays? No, version? I'm okay. No, no. Because he, he put I pure capsaicin extract no. in it and I, I started hallucinating. I wasn't interested I, in Okay. <laughs> I threw up and the throw up was so spicy that it burned my eyes oh. and I started crying. Oh, no. <laughs> That's dangerous. Yeah, he adjusted the recipe after that. I was his guinea pig. Um, okay, good. you got to push the limit somewhere before you know to dial back. Ugh. Ouch. But I'm saying you get like a Popeye. There's a limit to how good the Popeye's chicken sandwich can be because it is a fast food chicken sandwich. So Mm -hmm. once you get up to a certain tier of like a a good fried chicken sandwich specialist or a fine dining restaurant, then Popeye seems very, very out of place. But that said, it still punches above its weight class. Totally. In so many freaking restaurants. Yeah. No, I agree. Even like Plan Check. 
Have you had the chicken sandwich from Plan Check? Mm. Oh, don't don't turn your nose up that Plan Check. I'm not turning it up. I just had a really oily, gristly experience there, and I haven't been back in maybe with the chicken sandwich or a burger. Burger. I haven't been back there in like six years. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had one bad experience. I don't want to go that makes back. Sense. Full disclosure: I interned for Plan Check yeah, in college. I, I have to say that because I have a dog in this fight. It's a <laughs> It is a very kind of like fancy hipstery burger yeah. restaurant in Los Angeles, but they serve a, a $14 fried chicken sandwich there. Oh. And it's fried chicken thighs with a smoked milk gravy, hatched <laughs> chili pimento cheese, and, oh, wow. and duck ham. I love pimento cheese. I do too. I have a love affair with pimento cheese. I totally agree. It's a, it's a cheese and a sauce and a dip and a schmear. All I went one. to Pine State, and my mouth is salivating. I went to Pine State Biscuits in Portland, Oregon. That place slaps. And wow, wowie zowie. <laughs> <laughs> what a beautiful food experience that was. If you are if you ever go to Portland, Oregon, please eat pimento cheese from Pine State Biscuits. Thank just, you so much. Yeah, go to Pine State Biscuits. That, that yeah. place rules. Thank I you so like... much. <laughs> just, ex- just exhaustively thanking Pine State Biscuits. <laughs> it's been a few years, but... It was one of those, you know, you had a great food experience with Johnny Rayzone and I had one. I had a, did I have fried chicken there? Probably. They're, they're big on their fried chicken breakfast biscuit. I think I might have had a fried chicken biscuit with pimento cheese and that like blew my mind. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Bro, we got to go to Portland. Do you want to go? Yeah. I've already been. I want to go somewhere new. No, I want to go back to Pip's Donuts in Portland. Oh, I've never been to Pip's. Have you heard of it? Yeah. They got the little, they're the cider, or are they well, cider donuts? Or? What do you do there in Portland other than eat amazing food 24-7? There's nothing else do. to do in Portland other than eat the most amazing food at hike. No, I went to the World Track and <laughs> World Indoor Track and Field Championship and saw a Russian woman jump 7 meters 23. 7 meters that's 23? Right. 7 meters 23, world lead at the time. One of the wow. longest, Yeah, so that's pretty big What for is me. the 23? Uh, seven, it's like centimeters. <laughs> okay. 7 meters. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Anyways, point is, a place like Plancheck, a place that is serving a $14 chicken sandwich, they... Also, they don't just traffic in delicious fried chicken. Mm-hmm. They got all the bells and whistles. They got the hatched chili pimento cheese. They got yeah. the duck ham, all that. Popeye's is limiting in their sort of simplicity, but all their stuff is very well done. The pickles yeah. are good pickles. The sauce is a good spicy mayonnaise. Yeah. But what they what they were able to do is they didn't take any crazy fancy ingredients. Like McDonald's. It's just done well. It's just done. It's done yeah. really well. Yeah, it's done really well. And I guess in my mind, I'm wondering if a very average chicken if I were to make an average chicken sandwich at home it mm-hmm. might taste very similar to Popeye's if I was you like give I just want yourself so much credit I love it <laughs> I'm sorry okay what does that mean no it's it's honest I do I'm a, a raging narcissist <laughs> that was a Mona Lisa Safferstein experience <laughs> that was totally being money Mona. please money please <laughs> that's like your spirit animal Mona Lisa Safferstein I've been is... saying I've been I've been watching a lot of Parks and Rec uh, like snippets and stuff and every time I see Mona Lisa I'm like that's me I'm Mona Lisa Saperstein like 10% of the time maybe more I don't know depending on who you ask I, what's it? Jenny Slate I Jenny almost called Slate. her Jenny Finch who's a professional love, softball player I love Jenny Slate and I love Mona Lisa Saperstein <laughs> okay I'm done go back to talking about fried chicken, sa- yeah. fried chicken sandwiches are one of the few things that I think I can cook like very very well up, uh-huh. there, up there with maybe the best really why don't yeah. you make me one I don't cook anymore I don't cook in the I kitchen I'm, I, I, I do podcasts and I write scripts and I do spreadsheets 
I mean, for all intents and purposes, I cook. We all cook. But you know what I'm saying. Like, uh, we do you remember the days in the kitchen when we had so much free time that we just like make food for each other? Remember when we had so much free time in the kitchen where I would just go upstairs and take a nap and you'd be like, enjoy these moments because you'll never do this again? That was the, okay, you're taking that out of context. That was a real thing though. When Nicole was first hired here, we hadn't like launched we hadn't launched the Mythical Kitchen channel. We didn't have a podcast. We didn't have we were like we we're squatting up. For all this. We were assembling the crew. Yeah. And there was one day where Nicole was like, what do I do? And I was like, uh, I'm going to be honest. There's not much to do today. And she was like, can I take a nap? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, but like, know that like, enjoy the rest times now. Because later, we're, we're, we got big plans for a lot of stuff. There might be times where we're pretty exhausted. So remember the fond times of napping and making each other spaghetti during lunch. Oh, I miss those naps. It was so good. I would just like, I would just curl up. I would also be yeah. on Revolve looking at dresses too. I'm very grateful for all the success of the podcast and the YouTube channel. But more than that, I wish I could nap and make spaghetti yeah, from scratch at work again. You know what, Josh? At least one time this week, you can. How about you make a chicken sandwich and then we buy a Popeyes chicken sandwich and then you have both next to each other and That's then we see the which final is test. Better. Yeah, we got to do the, the final, final test. test to see if it's overrated. Yeah. Is Popeyes overrated or am I overrated? Yeah, and you can't make a Popeye style chicken sandwich. You make your own chicken sandwich from your heart and soul. Ooh. Put whatever frills you want on it. Put what put do whatever you want, man. This is your manifest destiny. Is that <laughs> is that a a push reference? APUS history? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, you just said A-push. Yeah, sorry. Oh, my God, I haven't heard that in so long. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that felt disgusting. I I got a three on that test. (laughs) I never took it. Uh... (laughs) But, yeah, I think think you can make a pretty good chicken sandwich. I would like to believe that you could. I think so. And I think I can make it taste better than Popeye's in a vacuum Mm. uh, just by virtue of being fresher. Okay. You know? But, okay, well... Why don't we just go in the parking lot, make a sandwich in the parking lot, and then I go to the thing, and then I eat, you know what I mean? Yeah, parking lot chicken. Parking lot chicken. Parking lot chicken. Josh, we'll make, make a parking, parking lot, chicken. lot chicken sandwich. I'm down to that. So when I first delved into the fast food world, I was a jack-in-the-box girl, so I would eat the spicy chicken sandwich from jack-in-the-box. Are you talking about the budget spicy chicken sandwich? Uh, Like, was it like it a 99 cent che- one? It didn't have cheese on it. Okay, that was probably like, they, they had like a deluxe... Because I remember having a jack-in-the-box chicken sandwich as well. Yeah, and it was good. It was good. I I have a deep, deep fondness for cheap chicken sandwiches. I do too. I love a good cheap chicken sandwich. I do. So my, my personal favorite, I remember uh, I had an NFL draft party when I was 12 years old. Me and all my little 12-year-old friends. Wow, that's fun, assembled Josh. Assembled in a friend's garage, and we all spent our little, like, you know, 12-year-old $3 in our pockets uh-huh. on chicken sandwich. We had set a pile of Carl's Jr. spicy chicken sandwiches. <laughs> it's got a single leaf. Of the whitest iceberg lettuce. Not a tinge of green in any of this lettuce. It's got the hottest mayonnaise, but it is a very, very well-spiced chicken sandwich. Super well-spiced. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Visible black pepper. Yes. So much. So much visible black pepper in the batter. And so I think part of me struggles with this new rebranding of like a luxury chicken sandwich. Yeah, I know what you mean. There's something about, there's something uh, like nostalgic about that weird peppered breading that is too thick in some spots, Uh too thin in others. It's this weird brown. It's not a delicious brown. The chicken's it's, just a gray paste. It looks like carpet. Like, yeah. you know, the the breading looks like carpet, but it's so nostalgic. And when you put it against a chicken sandwich like a Popeye's or a Chick-fil-A, you're like, I miss it. You know, yeah. you kind of miss that, like, OG flavor. I agree with that. I think yeah. maybe that's something, like, are we... Fast food restaurants have gone through this weird shift where they... 
So fast food restaurants in America, especially, yeah. uh, people are obsessed with value, right? Of course. Where I believe uh, this to be true that we're the only country that has like dollar menus and value menus we and do? a whole separate menu just for like, hey, you want to spend a dollar on lunch today? Here's what you can do. I didn't know that. <clears throat> and it's not necessarily just for, you know, low income people. It's no. for people to feel like uh, it's for all the people like my dad who would go to an all you can eat buffet in Vegas for $8 and then criticize me if I went to anywhere but the crab legs first. He's oh, like, yeah. He's like, yeah, try and bankrupt him. Of course, what's the point of going to a buffet if you're not going to eat the high-end things? You're yeah. going to eat salad? You keep that salad plate empty, young man. No, you need yeah. to be the reason that buffets should not feasibly exist from an economic when perspective. You always go and get the eggs benedict. Luxury proteins and yes. sauces that are tough to make and cost labor. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. Josh. <laughs> you get the shrimp and you get the hollandaise. Yeah, you always get the hollandaise. They never have steak at these buffets. Have you ever been to the Wynn Buffet? No, I want <gasps> to, though. You want to feel rich? <laughs> <laughs> Go to the wind buffet. I've, <laughs> I've been kicked out of a buffet in Reno, Nevada. No, you haven't. Yeah, we had a lot of mimosas. It was all you can drink mimosas. And me and my friends, we went from when the brunch opened at 9 a.m. and we stayed till 1.30 p.m. And we took advantage. Uh, you know, we ate multiple meals there and had a good time. Um, and then they like they came up and they were just like, hey, um, I know it's all you can drink, all you can eat, but I feel y'all have taken advantage somewhat. Wow. Um, we would politely ask if you would get up and we were like, gluttony. No problem. You are in the right on this one, man. <laughs> and we tipped funny. very well. Good. Um, but yeah, no, I, I absolutely love that. And so I think in America, we want to have this value from fast food restaurants. Sure. And we want That's a cheap point, meal. Yeah. And also a lot of people need a cheap meal. Agreed. Uh, but now as the tides generally shift and fast food restaurants have found themselves, you know, unable to scrape by on those margins, mm -hmm. especially because of the franchise system where it's all small business owners and they want yeah. more and more, uh, that we now have this system where we're selling $6 chicken sandwiches and combo mm -hmm. meals cost $12. Uh, and fast food is sort of, you know, becoming more elevated and maybe part of me just yearns for these like three bite McChicken size so sandwiches of the past. Yeah. Every time I go through a drive through I'm like, what? $11? Yeah. What did I get? What did I get? It's great. I feel the same way. So McDonald's, or not McDonald's, Taco Bell had <laughs> the best recession of uh -huh. any fast food restaurant. Okay, tell me more. So in That's 2008, what? during the housing crash, do you guys want to go into Obama's housing policies? So Taco Bell had the do best- Do I have a choice? <laughs> Taco Bell had the best recession. They are recession-proof because they sell so many small ticket items. So are mattresses. What? Mattresses are also recession-proof. Are they really? I was told this. I didn't know that. Maybe three years ago. I heard candy in movies. Like movie tickets and candy sales. Yeah, movie tickets because people are sad and want to go to the movies. Escapism. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Candy, don't know. Eh, same thing. People are sad. They need, they need to eat <laughs> Hershey's cookies and cream bars. But Taco Bell was able to get mine in 2008 and actually explode in growth because they sold so many small ticket items, whereas a place like Pizza Hut really got hurt. Because Pizza Hut's selling, you know, $30 meal deals. But yeah. if people are like, look, times are tight. I'm going to buy a bunch of 79-cent cheese roll-ups and 89-cent tacos and get by on that. And so I think right now we're in this weird era where fast food is slowly trying to merge with the real restaurant world, which is why I think Popeye's sandwich is so interesting because there's no crazy bells and whistles on it. It's not excessively fast foody. It isn't very average but good mm -hmm. chicken sandwich with basic ingredients that you could find at any sit-down restaurant, but they did it very well. So, Josh, what's the final answer? Is it <sighs> overrated or is it not overrated? Let the people know. By definition, you have to say it's overrated simply for the fact that guns were drawn in parking lots. But outside of that, um, it's not. It's deserving of all the hype. They did something, I believe, really special that upended the fast food world. And bite for bite, taste for taste, it is an incredibly tasty sandwich. Well done. 
All right, Nicole, you've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the Twitterverse. It's time for a segment we call Opinions Are Like Casseroles. You guys realized what? No one like asked us to like sing or shout that title. Oh, but we've been doing it since why day one. Why wouldn't you? But like, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I guess I don't know. There's just, a semicolon written in the script. Like it could easily just be like, it's time for a segment we call opinions, opinions are like, like casseroles, casserole. but we're saying it together. Yeah. Why wouldn't we sing I, together? Are both of us just trying to shout over the other one the whole time? I'm singing. <laughs> You're shouting. Oh, the same <laughs> thing for me. All right. First up, we got at Will Shrake one snack. This is a long one. Get ready. Snacking tomatoes with a little bit of salt dipped in sour cream is an oddly incredible treat. You know how every other bite of a chalupa from Taco Bell has no meat? It's just like that, but with less carbs, fat, and calories. Hmm. This is actually getting at something incredibly deep. What okay, is that? so so they're talking about they like dipping tomatoes in salt and sour cream because it reminds them of the condiments of Taco Bell. Because they're talking about the bite of a chalupa that has no meat, mm-hmm. which is to say, like, they're eating, you know, uh, it's lettuce, cheese, sour cream, tomato is the other things on a chalupa supreme. Yes. And so for them, the memory of sour cream and tomato plus salt equals Taco Bell. And so they've Mm. broken down the flavor formula of Taco Bell that they enjoy to basically just being tomato, sour cream, and salt. So you're trying to tell me this person is (laughs) – this person's tongue is a super taster tongue and they are geniuses. Well, either that or they're just very tapped into their lizard brain like I was when I was a kid. Nicole, I was a very intuitive child. (laughs) I was an indigo child. Oh, I saw a documentary on those Wait, is there a documentary? It's a vice documentary. Oh, my mom really believed in that stuff and it it scarred me for a little bit. Oh, my God. Let's talk about it later. Do you want to talk about our childhood dramas? Later, later, later. uh, But anyways, uh, I I remember just eating a mayonnaise, ketchup, and lettuce sandwich – because I was like, this is the flavor of a fast food burger that I enjoy. Lettuce, lettuce, ketchup, and mayonnaise. I wonder if I've done that with anything before. Yeah, think about it. Because, mm. again, it's a lizard brain thing that you don't think about. Do you? Why are you saying lizard brain? Like lizard. <laughs> the, um, sorry, Pete Holmes says that in his podcast a lot. Big big fan of Pete Holmes. It's like you're uh, maybe not id. I don't want to know. I don't know anything about Freudian psychology. Mm-hmm. But, like, the part of you that you aren't necessarily conscious of. Like, your subconscious is like, I don't know why I'm craving. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got one. I got one. So it's whenever you dip, like, uh, white bread in uh, tomato sauce and you put an anchovy on it. And that is like puttanesca. Yeah, no, exactly. Okay, it's I, I the, do that a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's like the component parts of a thing you enjoy that you don't want to go through the effort of, of getting yes, to. Yes, yes, I do that many a time. Yeah, Will Shrake, you're, you're low-key yeah. a genius. Correct. Mask Rider 50PD says, grilled cheese with American Nutella, amazing comfort desert. You spelled dessert wrong. <laughs> Got him! <laughs> um, this is interesting. I feel like we've heard an opinion similar to this before by putting Nutella and cheese together. Uh, whatever floats your boat, man. I understand how this works, but only with white American grilled cheese, not with any sort of mm. other kind of cheese. But do white American and yellow American actually taste different? I don't know. But, but I know what you mean. The yellow makes it savory. The white <laughs> makes it potentially able to be sweet. Thank you for understanding. Lizard brain. Dumb idiot <laughs> idiot lizard brain. You're a dumb idiot lizard brain, but so am I. Um, you know how I remember to spell dessert correctly? Because when you're in the desert, it's one S, but it's <laughs> dessert 
because you want more. It's two S's. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Some like a nine-year-old child when I was also a nine-year-old child goes, dessert has two S's because it's so good that it deserves more. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And every time I'm like spelling dessert or desert, I'm like, dessert, it deserves more. Oh, yeah, yeah, two S's. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyways, yeah, the, uh, the idea of chocolate and uh, cheddar cheese flavor to me Ugh. makes me a little bit sick. Yeah, can't do that. Yeah. But like, you know how like you have like a wedge of uh, Baybell cheese, Baby yes. Bell, yeah, and yeah. like trail mix with like chocolate in it? Yeah, I'm not putting Baby Bell in my trail mix, but I know what you're no, talking about. You but like they're them. on the side because they're mm-hmm. snacks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like that's like you're like you went on a like a hike. Why do I keep talking about hikes today? It's like you went on a trail <laughs> and it's like, okay, time to eat at the end of the trail. You have beef jerky, you got trail mix and a little piece the of processed sweaty cheese. Baby Bell. Yeah. Yeah, I can get down with that. I'm, I'm curious to try this, especially with American cheese, because it's such a neutral flavor profile yeah. that this would just be like a textural smorgasbord for totally. me. Totally. So I'm curious in it, but uh, overall skeptical, but again, respect your opinion. At R Chase K, fried pickles are only acceptable in their one true form. Chips with ranch, fried pickle spears are just hot garbage, literally. Mm. I agree. I had I had fried pickles at a barbecue restaurant in, in uh, San Luis Obispo called Moe's. Fun. So, oh my God, so fun. Uh, and a really great place. But they were fried pickle chips with ranch and very kind of heavy batter. So you're basically getting fried batter, a little bit of sour flavor dipped in the creaminess of the ranch. Fantastic. Then I go to another barbecue restaurant, Lucille's, that wow. is either – who's the blues guitarist? B.B. King. I've been to Lucille's. There's like a bunch of Lucille's. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a chain or at least yeah. a somewhat mini chain Fox regionally. Mall. Yeah, I went fire. to one in like the, the Laguna Hills Mall. Yeah, yeah, fire, fire. Uh, really, oh my God, they're like biscuits with like uh, whipped cinnamon apple butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love everything about Lucille's. Delicious. But I got there. I love everything about their, fr- except for their fried pickles because they were fried pickle spears. Mm. Uh, and literally, I mean, hot garbage. It, it is not a good way to, to fry a pickle. Too because long. Too long. Too long. Too long. But you know what? Too thick. I'm just not a fried pickle person. Because mm. it wet. It is wet. Wet, hot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that you bite in, you get the molten pickle juice. Yeah, in your it mouth doesn't and do it, it for me. It doesn't do it for me. I think you gotta you gotta dry the pickles. It's kind of paradoxical because mm-hmm. you have to dry the pickles, but the point of a pickle is that it's wet. Yeah. So you gotta dry the pickle before you fry it. I like the pickle because of the juice. Yeah. It doesn't mm-hmm. really do it for me when it's deep fried like that. Again, it's like chicken breast. It takes a lot of skill to fry a pickle it's properly. Like, yeah, it's like banchan. You know, it's like it's like mm-hmm. it's an addition to my meal. It's not the meal itself. I don't know. Whatever. I know what you mean. You're, you're turning like what should be a sort of condiment snack. To help cut evening. through the fattiness, it mm. is the fattiness. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I, I get you. I get yeah. you. Fried, it's it's uh, polarizing. Steve Ray 22 says best French fry style slash type is shoestring. Better than curly, steak cut, crinkle, etc. Hands down. Well, Steve, <laughs> I like curly fries. What you going to do about it? Get him. Get him, Nicole. Get him. I used to think that shoestring fries are fancy. I like them, though. You like shoestring fries? Uh, I like them when they have truffle and parsley and Parmesan mm-hmm. cheese on them. If they don't, I don't really. So you also think they're fancy? I guess. <laughs> no, I, I, I do, too. Um, shoestring fries, I only enjoy them eating them like popcorn. The way you yes. shovel fistfuls in. Yes. That's the advantage of a shoestring Correct. fry. You can fist it in your mouth. Yes, you can. Okay. Uh, I love shoestring fries insofar as they can be fisted into my mouth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Any other context? Eating a single shoestring fry, eating any less than eight shoestring fries in a single bite is, <laughs> to me, a bad food experience. Yeah, you can't see this right now, but I'm doing the finger motion of how I would grab a shoestring fry. You go three fingers. I go four. I go three fingers because these are. this is how I, this is my tactile. This is, this is how I, like, grab things. You see? Like. 
like that's how I grab things. I just want a mountain of shoestring fries now. I don't know if it's just because I'm hungry. Yeah, but... but like I want them with truffle oil and really finely chopped parsley just like sprinkled on top and then some shaved pecorino mm, wouldn't mm, that be good mm, but the pecorino needs to be grated not shaved because the shave would like melt over it and it would create yeah. this weird cage that I wouldn't enjoy mm-hmm. okay next one yeah you want the pecorino to just be gently warmed by the oil and fries so it kind of like opens up the aromas but you don't want You're it to melt so right yeah 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 <laughs> yeah I miss restaurants yeah me too <laughs> at Spokadin snow caps on a fresh little Caesars Italian cheese bread <laughs> The chocolate mixing with the salty butter. The cr- I'm, I, I'm, I am struggling to proceed this. Hold on. The crunch of the non-pareils under the chewiness of the bread and the mild sweetness of the Italian seasoning. Do people know what snow caps are? Oh, I don't know, but they're non-pareils. They're a Which is just candy. It's just a it's, hard candy, right? It's, no, no, no. It's chocolate with the tiny little hard candies on the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, they're also called non-pareils. You can get them in a rainbow, too. But, oh, my God, this this is one of the most nauseating takes Wait, I've really? ever seen. Yeah, I can't. Hold on. I was reading this and I was really enjoying it. Despite what? Despite not enjoying, for whatever reason, to me, the, the key here is I'm the nauseous. crunchiness of the non-pareils. I'm nauseous. It's the textural contrast of the non-pareils that I think would be a delight. For me, somehow that crunch bridges the gap between the melted chocolate and the oregano. Oh, no. I oh, can't no. explain it, but it's intuitive. <gasps> Snowcaps are one of my favorite movie theater snacks. It's one of those snacks that you only eat in a movie theater. Only in a movie theater, but... Oh my gosh, this is pro- this is the one take out of all takes that has made me the most nauseated. I on one set. Little Caesars uh crazy bread is <laughs> the one only of the- change. What? Well, no, because I'm imagining this. I have not had their Italian cheese bread because I exclusively get crazy bread. And my favorite thing about Little Caesars crazy bread is they serve it to you with ice cold gazpacho. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Their sauce, for whatever reason, they have decided we shan't warm the red sauce that comes with the crazy bread. They leave it ice cold and it is like a gazpacho. (laughs) Why are you saying gazpacho like gazpacho? Like gazpacho. That's how I pronounce it. It's served with a little gazpacho and I suck the gazpacho off of the hot hot crazy bread. uh, And it's absolutely delicious. And so maybe. I'm just riding the high of Little Caesars bread appetizers but to me I like this I like this this is a good yeah okay I need to recoup Fallout Jerk says Hidden Valley Ranch is the worst ranch it's gross there I said it what is in the water today what is going on what's what's a better ranch huh when Newman's own when I'm wishbone you know what 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 is it then you can't just say it and then not follow (laughs) up and tell me what's the best one now I'm gonna wonder and that's not fair sometimes though I do no. I know. I don't like that. I'm about to say it. I, sometimes I eat Hidden Valley Ranch, and I'm like, I wish it was a little sharper. Aww. I I you know it sucks because I I've it been sucks. it's it's such a big part of my childhood. It's such a big it part is. of my my day to day diet now. But there's times that I eat it, and I'm like, I I can't eat this without cutting it with hot sauce. Wow. It just has it's it's. I don't know if it's gotten different over the years. If I've changed over <laughs> the years, but it it seems like there's just a little bit too much corn syrupy sweetness in there. Mm. And then I'm thinking about like the house-made ranch from Outback, which as it turns out is not Cisco Ranch. Oh is, yeah, I found that out. Yeah, yeah we found that crazy. out together. And I'm thinking about that like watery diner ranch that is so good. And I'm like, man, I wish you could just bottle that up. You know, I, I, I hate to say it, but I think that there there may be a gap in the market right now for some artisanal, not even artisanal, not even artisanal, just good. It doesn't need to be artisanal. It needs to be a good bottled ranch dressing. We've got a tiger. Oh, we found our summer project. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I pre-shuddered at this one. At Taylor Swift's kid, extra sharp cheddar and candy corn together tastes like cheesecake. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this. Yeah. We have extra sharp cheddar and candy corn in the kitchen. <laughs> Let's go try it. Let's go try it. 
Um, that's how you know it's a good opinion. That This, to yeah. me, is the quintessentially good opinion casserole. This is a really good opinion casserole. It is absolute lizard brain because <laughs> it makes sense. Lizard it's lizard brain. brain. This is lizard brain defined, right? That You get, like, the yeastiness, the bacterial punch of sharp cheddar, the saltiness that you would get from a cream cheese. Oh mixed with the intense sweetness of just, I don't know, what is it, like, like malatol, candy corn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, because it's not just sugar. It's like malatol. a sugar and then a chemical that makes it taste like the delicious chemical that candy corn tastes like is candy corn is absolutely delicious um yeah taylor swift's kid this is an incredible opinion we can't verify or non-verify it but we about to i'm a, i'm i'm all about this this is a great opinion well done del farton says i like to cut out my pancakes and put them in a bowl and then i add syrup and mix it in more syrup coverage on them fluffy goodies is where it's at no stacks over here <laughs> no stacks. first of all this is a funny this is very well written i yeah. really commend you on your sent on your syntax good syntax del good farton. syntax <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know this is a little quirk you got and I accept your quirks and all that may uh, happen from the quirks so yeah. this is cute shout out to friend of the show Chelsea Ruffalo who is the first person that I've ever seen to take an entire stack of pancakes and cut it into squares and then she douses the whole thing in syrup and butter and then she has like pre-made so she doesn't have to like look up from brunch and spend time you know looking up to friends and then down to cut her pancakes she pre-cuts them all huh. and that to me is what this is getting at and huh. at first everyone's like Chelsea what are you doing that's weird but now everyone's just like hey yo this is the best way to eat pancakes I don't I don't like pancakes I like waffles so. what <laughs> <laughs> is that consistent with the opinions on our on our pancakes versus waffles? I don't remember if I'm being honest. We uh, say so. We say too many things in the show. Uh, I don't like pancakes right now. Yeah, Maggie, we'll do an alt take. One of Nicole saying I don't like waffles. I like pancakes. One of her saying just to be consistent because who knows? What <laughs> Shut up, you silly. <laughs> Well, thank you for stopping by. <laughs> Hot Dog is a podcast. Today we're a podcast. Tomorrow might be ranch dressing. <laughs> if you want to hear more from us here in the Mythical Kitchen, we got new episodes for you every Wednesday. If you want to be featured on Opinions or Like Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at MythicalChef or Zada with the hashtag OpinionCasserole. And for more Mythical Kitchen, check us out on YouTube where we launch new videos every week. And of course, if you want to share pictures of your dishes while you're laughing. Of course. <laughs> hit us up on Instagram at MythicalKitchen. See you all next time. Ranch Project up top. Honestly, what, what's Ranch so, Project? What, Nicole, what's stopping us? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs>